Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to another episode here on the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And guys, in today's episode, we are going to be previewing and giving y'all some predictions about the 2022 college football week five slate of games. And man, do we have some pretty solid games this upcoming weekend. We have a lot of unbeaten teams taking on each other. We also have some pretty good primetime matchups and even some pretty good early afternoon games on Saturday. So make sure to stay around to listen to all the previews for those major games we have coming up on this beautiful week five of the college football season. And it feels weird to say that we're already at week five. I mean, I still remember preseason wishing and wishing for week one to just hurry up, and now we're almost halfway through the college football season. So just it's really weird to say, but I'm super excited. We've already been able to have so much great football, and week four absolutely did not disappoint either. And hopefully y'all checked out the recap that we did for college football week four. So, But anyway, guys, before we do start talking about all the action that we have on this beautiful week five coming up, I want to first ask y'all to please make sure that you go check out Anchor.fm's monthly supporter program, which it helps me personally. It helps me better the podcast. It helps me better the quality, everything like that for $4.99 a month. So it's like a subscription to pretty much anywhere to like a certain Twitch streamer, YouTuber, whatever you might have it. It's pretty much like that but it directly supports me. So, But anyway, guys, it's not required. I'm not recommending it. I'm not telling y'all y'all have to do it by any means because I simply appreciate y'all just giving a listen, follow, like, rating, whatever you might do, guys. It means the absolute world to me. But anyway, like we always say here on the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce Podcast, I don't want to waste y'all's time, so let's get right into today's action and all of the amazing games that we have coming up on this Week 5 slate. And it's going to all kick off on Thursday, September 29th. At 7 o'clock p.m. Central Time on ESPN as we have the 1-3 Utah State Aggies traveling to Provo, Utah to take on the 19th ranked BYU Cougars. Now BYU, after having a very, very disappointing loss to Oregon two weeks ago, they had a great bounce back win against Wyoming last weekend. And this should be pretty much the same thing. I would definitely expect BYU to blow the water out of a struggling Utah State team as Utah State also had lost to uh, UNLV last week. And this game will be on ESPN. Uh, BYU is actually favored in this game by 24.5 points. So, yeah, I would definitely take the 24.5 just due to the fact that Utah State is just having a very rough season. So I definitely would expect the Cougars of BYU to absolutely continue to roll. Now, anyway, that would be the lone game on Thursday. And then we also have a lone game on Friday as well. And this game will be at 9.30 p.m. Central Time on ESPN. And it will actually be a Pac-12 after dark game on a Friday. And it will be the 15th ranked Washington Huskies traveling to UCLA to take on the unbeaten Bruins. Now this game is going to be very great. And it kicks off a slate of pretty much unbeaten teams taking on each other as the 15th ranked uh, Huskies of Washington. They've looked so solid this year. Michael Penix Jr., he's looked absolutely phenomenal with throwing the ball. And even that, Washington's defense also looked very well, especially against Michigan State, who was ranked at the time two weeks ago. And UCLA, you know, they haven't had the greatest season, especially attendance-wise, because if you've ever even looked at, you know, how bad UCLA's attendance has been, it's been just redundantly bad. But I expect this game to be pretty close, but I would definitely take the Huskies in this game because I just think that offense is just going to overpower the defense for UCLA. Despite, you know, UCLA being unbeaten, you know, they really have not played anybody too challenging yet. Yet. So I think that UCLA will get their first loss of the season and it'll be by the hands of Michael Penix Jr. and the Washington Huskies. Now anyway guys, let's talk about Saturday's slate of games and man, 
do we have an eventful, and I mean an eventful early slate of games. Like, before we even get into primetime games, we just have a load, and I mean just a load of primetime games, or not primetime games, early afternoon games to talk about. It is just absurd how they've scheduled it, but the first game I want to talk about, and this game is going to be at 11 a.m. Central Time on Fox, and it'll be the fourth-ranked Michigan Wolverines traveling to Iowa, Iowa to take on a very offensively struggling Iowa Hawkeye team. Now, Iowa, they had themselves a pretty decent bounce-back win last week against Rutgers. The offense finally started to get things going, and you know they were starting to look pretty solid. And then for the opposite side on Michigan, they definitely had a little bit of struggles when it came when it came to playing Maryland last week at home. Now Blake Corm was looking like one of the top running backs in all of college football. He'll probably dominate in this game. I don't doubt it one bit. But so I would definitely take Michigan in this game. I don't think you know they'll blow Iowa out of the water necessarily because. They barely were able to beat, um, barely able to beat uh, Maryland last week. And then to add on top of that, the last time I think Michigan played at Iowa, they either I think I don't remember if it was 2016 was the last time they played, but they've always kind of struggled when they've gone to Iowa City. So definitely expect Iowa to give them some fits early on, but I do expect Michigan to be able to get the W in Iowa City. Now the next game I want to talk about, and this is going to be one of the best games of the weekend, and this is going to be the seventh ranked Kentucky Wildcats traveling all the way to Oxford, Mississippi to take on the 14th ranked Ole Miss Rebels. Now this game will be at 11 a.m. Central Time on ESPN. And man, do we have two of the so two of just two of the overall best offenses in college football, the Will Levis Wildcats, and then you also have Zach Evans, who's been balling out the TCU transfer for Ole Miss, who's been having an amazing season. Now, this will be the first real test for Ole Miss because so far this year they have not played anybody necessarily competitive you know they kind of struggled a little bit late against Tulsa last week so if they're able to beat a pretty solid Kentucky Wildcat team this would be a huge momentum boost for Lane Kiffin and the Rebels now in this game personally I do think Kentucky should be able to win I mean just due to the fact that their starting quarterback Will Levis has a lot more experience he's a lot he's definitely definitely a veteran and I just think that he was meant for big time games like this but also at the same time Ole Miss could potentially be able to absolutely take this game away if they're able to get Zach Evans going, getting the run game going, and you know just able to completely dominate the Wildcat defense. But in my opinion, I would definitely say Kentucky, Kentucky should Kentucky should win this game. But just knowing how the SEC sometimes works, do not be shocked if we see Ole Miss just run all over Kentucky. Now, anyway, the next game that we're going to talk about, and one of the more underrated games of this week five slate and that is going to be at 11 a.m central time on abc as we have the 18th ranked oklahoma sooners traveling to fort worth texas to take on my tcu horn frogs now for me personally i think this game needs to be talked about a lot more because oklahoma coming off a very disappointing loss at home against kansas state which they made adrian martinez look like look like a heisman contender so, yeah, not their best game at all. Dylan Gabriel had some struggles throwing the football. It just overall was not a great game by the Sooners. And then on the flip side, TCU last week when they played SMU in Dallas, they completely dominated. Now, defense definitely had a lot of struggles secondary-wise and everything like that. But overall, a very dominant win for the Horn Frogs as they are 3-0. and Oklahoma is 3-1. and And they're also going to be pretty pissed at the fact that they lost last week in the Big 12 opener to Kansas State. So this game should be very good. It hurts me to say, but I do think Oklahoma will probably win this game against TCU. But do not be shocked, though, because if Max Duggan and Kendra Miller can get the run game going for TCU, 
which Ken J. Miller arguably is one of the top running backs in all of college football. Do not be sh do not be shocked if we potentially see Oklahoma get taken taken down again for the second straight week. So I do think Oklahoma wins this game, but kind of like I was talking about a little bit with the Ole Miss and Kentucky game, don't be surprised if the underdog in this game somehow manages to be able to get the run game going and absolutely dominate a pretty weak-looking Oklahoma defense last week. Now, anyway, guys, the next game we're going to talk about is going to be at 11 a.m. Central Time on ESPN2 as we have the Purdue, Purdue Boilermakers. Sorry, I don't even know what I was about to say. As we have the Purdue Boilermakers traveling to Minneapolis to take on the 21-ranked Minnesota Golden Gophers. Now, Minnesota, their offense has just been undeniably one of the best. The run game has been one of the best with star running back Mo Ibrahim. And, I mean, it's just great to see him back after what was a very disappointing start to last year in which he tore his ACL against, I think it was Ohio State. So it's good to see him. He'll probably end up getting comeback player of the year. I would not be shocked as he's just been absolutely balling out this year. And I just think, in my opinion, Purdue's not going to be able to handle him, especially how Purdue could not handle Sean Tucker a few weeks back. So I would definitely take Minnesota huge in this game over the Boilermakers of Purdue. Now, anyway, guys, the next game we're going to talk about, and this is going to be a pretty interesting matchup as we have a Big 12 clash with the Texas Tech Red Raiders, who are just coming off an upset win over Texas, traveling to Manhattan, Kansas, to take on the 25th-ranked Kansas State Wildcats, who are also coming off their own upset against OU. So this game's going to be really interesting because it's going to prove if you know if either team is really worth the hype that they're getting. Obviously, Kansas State jumped into the top 25, which I don't really understand why because they just lost to Kansas uh, two or not Kansas. They just lost to Tulane two weeks ago, and I'm not saying they're a bad team. Obviously, Deuce Vaughn, one of the top running backs in all of college football. Agent Martinez had a very solid and best, probably his best career game last week against OU. So I mean, I don't blame their don't blame the the rankings for one to give them some hype, but to put them over teams like Kansas and heck even TCU in the Big 12, it's a little bit just eh. But then on the flip side, Texas Tech, their offense started to finally get things going. Uh, you know, their starting quarterback Donovan Smith, he was finally able to get over that little uh, turnover challenge he was facing early on in the year, and he would lead the long or lead the Red Raiders. I almost said Longhorns. I don't know why the Texas Tech Longhorns, but but anyway, he but he but he would end up leading the Red Raiders over the Texas Longhorns, and also Tech. Their defense looked very stout against Tex, uh, Texas. You know, they held Hudson Card to not absolutely blow them out of the water. Same with Bijan Robinson, despite Bijan having a pretty solid day. Overall, he was not as effect, not as effective as he was last year against them down in Austin. So this will be a very, very underrated matchup in my opinion, as both of these teams are three and one on the year. And it'll be a huge test to see who's going to be an actual contender in the Big 12. But anyway, guys, the next game that I'm going to want to talk about, and that is going to be at 1 p.m. Sorry, guys, my voice is still so hoarse from that TCU game. It's it's just horrifyingly bad. But anyway, guys, the next game that we have is going to be at 1 p.m. Central Time on the Pac-12 Network, and that's going to be the Oregon State Beavers traveling to Salt Lake City to take on the 12th-ranked Utah Utes. Now, Utah, ever since that very disappointing loss in Week 1 against Florida, they have bounced back and have looked like one of the best teams in college football. And it kind of just goes to show that despite losing Week 1, it doesn't make you a bad team. I mean, obviously, you know, in the NFL with the Green Bay Packers, it seems like they always lose week one and they bounce back the rest of the year. So we might be seeing that currently with Utah. But um, after Utah just absolutely dismantled Arizona State last week and Oregon State almost came up to 
almost came up beating USC, and it was led by Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison. This should be a very solid game, but I definitely would take the Utah Utes, who are going to be at home in this game, by a decent amount of points. So if I was a better, I would definitely bet on Utah winning this game. Now, anyway, guys, the next game that we're going to talk about is going to be at 2.30 p.m. Central Time on CBS, so the, the SEC game of the weekend, and that's going to, and that's going to be the second-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide traveling to Fayetteville, Arkansas, to take on the 20th-ranked Arkansas Razorbacks. Now, for Alabama, um, they haven't played anyone since Texas in Week 2, and we all know how that game went. Bryce Young struggled early on but came back a little bit late. Will Anderson, he struggled pretty much throughout the whole game, just dealt with a lot of penalty issues. You know, Bama did not look like themselves in a in a hostile environment. And then on the flip side for Arkansas, they should have easily have beaten Texas A&M last week. Like, don't get, don't get it twisted. Uh, A&M didn't win that game. Arkansas lost that game. Because Arkansas had all the momentum going into the second quarter. They lost it. K.J. Jefferson, after that, that scoop and score by A&M, you could just tell that game was going to go A&M's way. But overall, this should be a very solid game. I think if Arkansas is able to kind of do what Texas did against Bama in Week 2, they should easily be able to beat the Crimson Tide. But at the same time, I just think Alabama's offense is going to be way too much for Arkansas. And I definitely would take Alabama by at least, I'd say, probably a touchdown or two because I think Bryce Young and them are pissed at the fact that they got absolutely exposed in Week 2 against UT. So I would definitely take the Alabama Crimson Tide uh, beating the Arkansas Razorbacks. Now, anyway, guys, the probably the Big 12 game of the weekend, and this is going to be a very solid game. It's going to be in Waco at McLean Stadium, and it's going to be at 2.30 p.m. Central Time on Fox as we have the ninth-ranked Oklahoma State Cowboys traveling all the way to Waco to take on the 16th-ranked Baylor Bears now. This is going to be another kind of huge test game for Oklahoma State because they really haven't played anybody yet. This is going to be the first actual game of the season that they're going to be tested in. It's going to be the first Big 12 game for them. And Baylor, who just came off a pretty, I wouldn't say impressive win against Iowa State, but a very good road win against Iowa State last week, they're going to be looking to continue their Big 12 dominance against Oklahoma State. Now, Baylor's actually favored in this game by one and a half points. But don't get it twisted. I think Spencer Sanders is a great quarterback. I think he finally learned from all of the mistakes he's had these past couple years as the starting quarterback for OSU. And I think Oklahoma State will go into Waco and beat the Baylor Bears. Because I just think that when Baylor gets placed when when Baylor gets confronted by a solid enough offense, they just cannot hand they can't handle it. And I think Spencer Sanders and this whole OSU offense, despite them losing a decent amount of guys to the draft, I think they are still a very solid offense, and I would definitely take OSU in this game to beat Baylor. Uh, anyway, guys, the next game we're going to talk about is going to be at 2.30 p.m. Central Time on ESPN, and that's going to be the Northwestern Wildcats traveling to Happy Valley to take on the 11th-ranked Penn State Nittany Lions. Not much to talk about after you know after the week zero win Northwestern had against Nebraska, they've just been non-existent. They've had two upsets, one by a low-ranked FBS team and then one by an FCS team. So it's just been one of those seasons where Northwestern is just not getting it done, despite it being one and zero in the Big Ten. But uh, Penn State should absolutely dismantle Northwestern in this game. So give me Penn State over the Wildcats of Northwestern. Now for the now the next game we have in our first real ACC game of the weekend. It's going to be at 2.30 p.m. on ABC, and this will be the 22nd-ranked Wake Forest Demon Deacons traveling to Tallahassee to take on the 23rd Florida State Seminoles. 
And man, at what was a what a performance it was for Sam Hartman last week against Clemson. He balled out to the last second, despite them losing to Clemson in what was a very nail biting game to say the least. You know, they looked very solid. And then for Florida State, you know, they absolutely dismantled Boston College last last week. You know, offense looked very well. I mean, Florida State's looking very good this season as they are four and and two and in the ACC. And uh, Wake Forest is going to be looking to get their first ACC win against Florida State. Now, in my opinion, um, if Florida State's defense can hold Sam Hartman to probably under, I'd say, 300 passing yards, I would definitely take Florida State in this game. I would definitely take Florida State in this game. But if Sam Hartman, if Sam Hartman and that offense for Wake Forest gets going like we've seen them so far this year, I would definitely take the Demon Deacons over uh, Florida State, even though it is being played in Tallahassee. But... um. Anyway, guys, the next game we have is going to be at 2.30 p.m. Central Time on ESPN2 as we have the Iowa State Cyclones traveling to Lawrence, Kansas to take on the 4-0 Kansas Jayhawks. And yes, guys, the 4-0 Kansas Jayhawks. Man, I don't understand how they didn't get ranked. I really don't. I think if any team from Kansas should have gotten ranked, it should have been Kansas, not Kansas State. Nothing against K, uh, Nothing against KSU. But just Kansas overall has looked like a way better team. But besides that, you know, Kansas will finally get another really solid team in Iowa State to come in, uh, come into Lawrence, Kansas. Iowa State, who almost beat uh, 19th-ranked Baylor last week, you know, they're going to be one to finally get their first uh, Big 12 win. It'll be against a Kansas team that they've always been known to, you know, kind of be able to dominate. But once again, if Jalen Daniels and that Kansas State offense continues to dominate like they have so far this year, we might finally see Kansas reach 5-0 for the first time in what's felt like decades. So, But I would definitely take Kansas in this game. Despite Iowa State being favored, I do think that Kansas offensively will be able to get it done, but definitely expect what will be a shootout because I think both teams' defenses, they will probably end up struggling in this game. But... um. But anyway, guys, the next game that we're going to be talking about is going to be at 3 p.m. Central Time on the SEC Network as we have the 17th-ranked Texas A&M Aggies traveling to Starkville, Mississippi to take on the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Now, don't get it twisted at all, A&M fans. Do not get it twisted at all just because you beat Arkansas last week. This is going to be a huge trap game for A&M because last year they lost to Mississippi State at Kyle Field, and now this year they will be traveling to Starkville, so they won't have the energy of all the fans from uh, College Station either. So now you'll have all the cowbells and everything like that. And then to add on top of that, Will Rogers and Mississippi State have not looked that horrible this year at all. I'm not going to say he's going to be he's, he's been a Heisman contender or he's done anything like that. But Will Rogers has looked very well for the Bulldogs. And I think, honestly, we might see Mississippi State upset A&M again. But for the flip side on A&M, if their defense continues to dominate like they did against Arkansas, um, Miami and just all the other teams they played so far this year and they also get Devon A-Chain get him going as well in the run game and Max Johnson is able to make a lot of good passes that we've got kind of A&M fans have been wanting him to be able to do I would definitely expect A&M to beat Mississippi State but don't get it twisted though this is going to be a huge trap game for A&M and don't be shocked at all if you see Mississippi State coming out with the win against the Aggies but um but anyway, guys, the next game that we're going to be talking about is going to be at 6 p.m. Central Time on ESPN, and that will be the LSU Tigers traveling to Jordan-Hare Stadium to take on the Auburn Tigers. So we have the Tiger Bowl, and this game has a lot of implications. I mean, a lot, especially for Auburn and their head coach because, you know, it was it was rumored last week that if 
if Auburn had lost to Missouri, which they probably should have, he would have been fired on the spot. So I'm not saying, you know, losing to LSU means you should get fired because LSU, they're 3-1, and one, you know, after their week one loss to Florida State. You know, they've kind of rebounded a little bit. And, yes, that's been against Mississippi State and New Mexico and I forgot who the other team, uh, Southern. So they haven't played, they haven't had what you would call a tough schedule so far yet. But overall, you know, Jaden Daniels and the offense for LSU is starting to get things, you know, going on the right track. But also you have to remember this will be at Jordan Hare, so hopefully Auburn will finally be able to get things going. Hopefully Robbie Ashford will be able to finally get his momentum going, as well as Tank Bigsby, who's kind of had a slow start to the season so far for Auburn. But overall, I would probably expect LSU to win this game. I just think that despite Auburn being 3-1, and one, they just haven't looked that well, and they definitely have not looked like a 3-1 and one team. So, I mean, if LSU is going to be able to run the ball in this game, we saw what Penn State did to them two weeks ago. So don't be shocked if you see LSU leaving Auburn with a win. Now, anyway, guys, the next game that I want to talk about is going to be at 6.30 p.m. Central Time on the SEC Network. And that's going to be the number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs traveling to Missouri to take on the Missouri Tigers. Now, this game is probably going to be a blowout once again, despite Kent State kind of giving Georgia some fits last week, which I didn't even expect at all. I still think Georgia will absolutely just dismantle Missouri. So if you're a better, take the Bulldogs in this game by at least two to three touchdowns. But anyway, kind of the game of the week that we're going to be talking about, at least in my opinion, and definitely one of the best so far. And this will be at 6.30 p.m. Central Time on ABC. And this game will be the 10th-ranked NC State Wolfpack traveling to Clemson to take on the 5th-ranked Clemson Tigers. Man, did DJ Ugalele look like the 2020 version of himself last week against Wake Forest. He finally started to catch momentum. I know that's what Clemson fans have been wanting. I know that's what Clemson coaches have been wanting. And I know that's what DJ's been wanting. So he looked very solid last week. And this is be the first real, I mean, real test for NC State because they will not only will they be playing a top 10 team for the first time this season, they also will be playing that in the road at Death Valley. So... It'll be interesting. I would definitely take Clemson in this game. Nothing against NC State, but all they've really played has been Texas Tech, and that's been it for the most part. They almost got upset by East Carolina to start off the season. Uh, they're still a good team by any means. They, I mean, they're not bad, but overall, I think Clemson's offense will definitely run them over in this game with Will Shipley and DJ Ugalele, as I definitely expect Clemson to get the win over the 10th-ranked Wolfpack of NC State. Now, anyway, guys, the next game we're going to talk about, and this is actually going to be a Big 12 game and kind of a huge, huge implication game as this game will be at 6.30 p.m. on FS1 as we have the West Virginia Mountaineers traveling to Austin, Texas to take on the Texas Longhorns. Now, Texas coming off a disappointing week last week as they fell to Texas Tech and Lubbock. They're going to be looking, they're going to be definitely wanting to rebound. Uh, hopefully, I, we don't know yet if Quinn Ewers will be able to play. We know that he traveled with the team last week to Lubbock, and he was able to suit up, but he didn't play at all. Hudson Card was still the starter. And, you know, Hudson Card, I think, honestly did not play that bad of a game against Texas Tech. He, you know, definitely not his best, but he definitely looked very solid, looked like a quarterback that Texas could use for a while. Bijan did Bijan things. You know, Xavier Worthy, he, even though he did go down with the injury, just was not as effective as they probably wanted him to be. But, um... And then on the flip side for West Virginia, they're coming off a very dominant win last week against Virginia Tech up in Blacksburg as they beat the Hokies 33-10 to at, at Virginia Tech. So if JT Daniels and that offense is able to do what they should have done from the beginning of the season, 
we might see Texas fall to two and three and zero oh and two in the Big Twelve. And honestly, this might sound crazy, but I would take West Virginia in this game. I I mean, honestly, I, I mean what they did last week to Virginia Tech, and I know Virginia Tech is not what you would call the best team in the ACC. But, I mean, West Virginia, you have to remember, they have JT Daniels as their starting quarterback. He is still a great quarterback. Despite what the record shows you, he's he's done very solid this year. He almost led them to upset Pitt at the beginning of the year. And, yes, they lost to Kansas in Week 2, but we've seen how good Kansas has been. And that's been the only two losses. They lost the first two weeks of the season, and they have not lost since. So, it's going to be a huge game for West Virginia to see if they'll be able to finally, you know, get over that early hump that they had, and they might be able to just continue to succeed through the year. And then for Texas, this is going to be a game that I know they're not going to want to lose. They are not by any means because if they lose this game, it's going to start to look a lot like how last year went where you had a pretty solid start to the season. And I know record-wise they were 1-1, one and one, but – they look so good against Bama. Now, that might have just been the fact that Alabama just was not playing like Bama. They weren't doing the, the simple things. They weren't, you know, fundamentally, they weren't sound. But overall, I thought Texas could have been something. And I know Quinn Ewers getting injured was a huge part of that. But, I mean, at the same time, I just think, and especially how bad the defense played against Texas Tech last week. And Texas Tech and West Virginia have very similar offenses in the fact that they both like to pass the ball a lot. So definitely, I know Texas is a favorite, but I definitely would not be shocked if West Virginia would escape Austin with a win. So, But um, anyway, guys, so to kind of wrap up Week 5, we do have obviously some Pac-12 after dark games. The first one we have is going to be at 9.30 p.m. Central Time on ESPN as we have the Arizona State Sun Devils travel to Los Angeles to take on the 6th-ranked USC Trojans. I mean, there's not really much to say about this game. I think Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison will have a field day against Arizona State in this game. Just, you know, Arizona State last week against Utah got absolutely destroyed in the passing game. And I think it's going to be the same case this week for the Sun Devils. So I would definitely take USC huge in this game. And then the final game of week five of this 2022 college football season now, this will be at 10 p.m. Central Time on FS1. So, yes, guys, this will probably be when everybody is sleeping, but it still should be an okay game as we have the Stanford Cardinal traveling to Eugene, Oregon to take on the 13th-ranked Oregon Ducks. Uh, if Bo Nix can play how Bo Nix played in the second half against Washington State, they should blow out Stanford because Washington did the exact same thing to him last week. So, I would definitely take the Ducks huge in this game over Stanford. But, Anyway, guys, I hope you all enjoyed the preview and some of my predictions for this college football week five of the 2022 season. Uh, there's a lot of in very interesting games to watch, especially on the early slate. So make sure that you all watch plenty of college football on this upcoming weekend. I know I definitely will. I'll be at the OU and TCU game. And, you know, if you all are attending any games, you know, let me know. Let me know on Instagram, TikTok, wherever. Just holler at me. Let you know. Let me know what game you're at. And. I mean, it'd just be cool to kind of see, you know, where all y'all are at and, you know, games you'll be going to. But anyway, guys, I hope y'all absolutely enjoyed today's episode. I know I enjoyed it a lot. And um, also make sure to go check out the NFL uh, preview for week four that I just posted earlier on today. So, guys, anyway, I thank y'all so, so much for listening. And I will see y'all back here on Sunday for a recap of all of the week five action from this beautiful college football season so i'll see y'all guys then and have an absolutely amazing weekend peace y'all